Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Come Up Interviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up Interviews. Wow, this is Ty Guy or Owen Wilson, episode sixty-two. Uh, well, it's hard to beat the wow. Yeah, um, <laughs> but we have a special guest for this episode, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for having me back on. And funny when you mentioned the Owen Wilson, I heard another. Um, there's a radio show in Miami. I guess it's a podcast now. Um, mm-hmm. where they did this thing called a chorus of Owen Wilsons, and like a whole bunch of people on the show all did the wow. It was like, a, oh, they did. Oh, wow. wow. And it was like kind of a, a, a yeah, it was like a, a chorus of Owen Wilsons, I guess. Ty, they're wow, stealing wow, your idea. Wow, 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 wow. Well, that was uh, that's like when Jay Leno did the Sylvester Stallone clock. Oh. Where at one o'clock it's yo, and at two o'clock it's yo, yo, and then etc. Um, well, I'm gonna see the dancing uh, Judge Edos. The dancing Edos, yeah. Who yeah. could forget the dancing Edos? Yes. Um, well, but yeah. give you a better introduction. Hey, it's Matt Poirier from the director video <laughs> connoisseur. There, <laughs> but I know. But oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I, 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 however the introduction comes is 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 fine with me. Well, that you're too kind, but I, yeah. you know, I tell you, I know why you did your classic Owen Wilson. Wow, yeah. is because yeah. in the last episode you did a lot of impressions, yeah. but you left out the wow. And even though you had an opening where we mentioned behind enemy lines, you forgot the wow, so you felt bad. So you I wanted to bad, make yeah. up for that. So you wanted to open today's show with the wow. <laughs> and then I just sang, you know, like the Nutcracker Suite and wows. <laughs> it's like, um, or what is it? What is it? What's the song? Wow, 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 wow. Was that the? Uh, <laughs> Uh, what is Jingle it? Bell? Did, I think it's the Nutcracker. Uh, yeah, the Nutcracker. Yeah, just the Nutcracker. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess they could call it the Wow Cracker. I don't know. <laughs> that could be like a cool name instead of Ritz. It's the Wow Cracker. Wow. See, see, the ideas are already flowing. There's always some good ideas when we all get together. That would be a great novelty nutcracker to an Owen Wilson one. Like you pull it by the nose to, right, to, to crack the nuts. And then when you pull it apart, it says, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Um, but Ty, you had some information you wanted to carry over, as oh, you yeah. often do from the last episode. Besides the wow, you have something else. Yes. Uh, we mentioned you know, Law and Order. We mentioned Serena Sutherland or Elizabeth Rome. Character that she was a hostage negotiator. negotiator. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't speak today. And she's supposed to be a DA, but then she was a hostage negotiator, and then she got fired by Arthur Branch, a.k.a. Fred Dalton Thompson, for being a lesbian. <laughs> or did right. she? The correct answer, right. she was not fired for being a lesbian. <laughs> or No, but no, but I think oh, you want... Oh, and we want, it's two yeah. different episodes. We were asking if it's the yeah. same episode, and it's not. It's not. No. no. That's the finale of her, you know, whatever, season 13 or whatever it was. Because that would be a lot so, of Serena Sutherland information in one episode. So yeah. I did have my doubts as to whether it was one episode or not. And just for the record, it's not. It's not. Do you have a favorite DA for Law & Order, Matt? <laughs> Boy, that's a good question. You know, a, kind of a sleeper one that I like was the guy who played the Furian in Chronicles of Riddick. Um, Are you talking I, I don't about know the Linus guy's Roach? Name. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was kind of a more recent one. Um, talking about the Roachster? I was a fan of him, and I, I I don't think he's back now with the new one, is he? No, um, the new one it's um, Hugh Dancy. That is a fancy British name. Well, <laughs> is he British? I don't know. Uh, For that name, he has to be. Well, he sounds it, but yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So he is the new 
DA on the new How is he? version. Yeah. I, I only watched the first episode, but he seems good. I mean, I know him and like him from Hannibal and Blood and Chocolate. So right. I, I I was familiar with him and right. from good, those kind of show. horror. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a good choice. Um, okay. So we also have Should Have Been an Action Star. Now, I mentioned in the last episode, Matt, that your metal version was really good. <laughs> yeah, like, I heard that. I thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. It's yeah. just, uh, it was great. I can't do it. I mean, if you want to do it this time, go ahead. Should have been an action star. <laughs> <laughs> That's very South Park. Uh, yeah, very Cartman. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like Cartman being a, a heavy metal. Yeah, uh, yeah like a metal. Also, uh, we've gotten a request to add more lyrics to the song, so we might have yeah. to do that in in it the future. No subject or something. It's just uh, right. like, oh, more lyrics. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head, but maybe we should wait and do okay. that maybe on the next episode. Okay, sounds um, good. So who do we have today, Ty? Well, we have Charles Nelson Riley. He's holding a gun on the front cover yeah. of the box and he's looking yep, he's angry. Got, he's looking angry. He's got his, uh, you know, his glasses. It's like <laughs> so he keeps the Coke glasses. Bottle. Yeah, he keeps the glass. He has his Coke bottle glasses. He, he's not happy right now, Matt. Or Brett. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> yeah, it could be Riley's Justice. justice. Yeah. Riley's Justice, yeah. Or I can't, these titles are all the same, you know. But Riley's Justice, yeah. So in Riley's Justice, it's kind of like sharp, right? Like Riley Ace of Spies. That's uh, Sam oh, O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so what would this happen? Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, some drug dealers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. This is start, starting to sound a little familiar, but you know he he must wear like some sort of velour track suit. He has the same he uh, glasses, same hair. I yeah. assume the same voice, he does, and yes. uh, that we all Not know and love revenge. from yeah yes from the match game and his you know uh, game show and talk show appearances. <laughs> the Matt thoughts? Well, I, I'm, I'm like drawing. A blank on trying to no. think of like what a good like a, like so and so blank and try to you know have them guess but like for a good like one liner you know like uh yeah I was trying to think of like you know I mean I, I also like the idea of like just sort of random out of nowhere like maybe he has to pull an antenna off a uh, um <laughs> off of, of like a boombox and then somehow okay. something gets stuck to the top of like maybe like a mushroom cap or something so it looks like gene rayburn's microphone just <laughs> for like one scene and he like kills somebody with it like he impales him with it or something right <laughs> or maybe the big boss like the big drug dealer guy could have a passing resemblance to gene rayburn <laughs> or be gene rayburn <laughs> you know he's sitting in a chair and then he you know the the big chair turns around and we see it's right that's the match game. Where do they go? I know they probably go into the offices of match game once they turn around. Yeah. You know, once they leave the studio, and they all go bye. It's like, it's like, you know, I just did the wave motion too. Well, and this also, you know, there's many different iterations of the match game. There's match game seventy four. Match game seventy four. Um, so why would we not have Charles Nelson Riley doing a darker turn as a guy who wants to get revenge? I like it. And then they can just get all of his, you know, cameos by his match game buddies, Richard Dawson, <laughs> Betty White, uh, um, Fanny Flag, Fanny Flag. Yeah. Oh yes. Fanny Flag. Yeah. Brett, Brett's gotta be the Brett oh, Summers. Brett Summers. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's yeah. right. Yeah. I was thinking I was gonna say Brett Butler, but someone else named Brett and, uh, yeah, Brett Summers. 
and she would be like she she would help him on his on his journey while she's smoking. Right. And oh, she could. Be, yeah, he could be. She could be like the Machine Gun Joe type character who has like she has like a huge arsenal. But it's she, not uh, it's not guns. It's just cigarette lighters and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and mint juleps. <laughs> and maybe yeah, he could use the cigarette lighters to start like bottle rockets and rocket launchers, and um, and he jumps out of way of an explosion. Oh, it's just like a <laughs> bottle rocket. Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 So there. And, now we don't have to worry about that for the rest of the show. Uh, maybe go to the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> See oh no! Now it's going to fall into that. Oh no. Oh, I, th- yeah, I thought you were talking about like, the end of like North by Northwest, where Charles Nelson Riley's on the run, and yeah, that could that could work too. He just copies that. It's like, <laughs> and maybe he goes somewhere a little less impressive, like um, I don't know. Uh, what about, I don't know uh, Dollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's impressive. Never been there. I mean, I'm assuming it would be like, go ahead, Matt. I was gonna say that's like that's a big deal in Tennessee, isn't it? Or I guess it's not as big a deal now in Tennessee because Tennessee has like a bunch of stuff now, like Nashville's a big city and, and Memphis. But I think for a while that was like a big attraction to go to Tennessee. It was Graceland and Dollywood or Dolly World or what? Yeah, I think it's Dollywood, and um, and maybe Charles Nelson Riley could be there. It could be a globe trotting experience where he's yeah, like going go all over the place. place. Let's say Tennessee, sixteen hundred hours. Right, and he's looking grizzled <laughs> as he drives into Tennessee, and yeah. he's searching for the drug dealers. Yeah, we need new enemies. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. It, it's hard though, because in the '90s, with the whole like, you know, Nancy Reagan, no, dr- you know, just say no, and the whole like war on drugs thing, where like drug dealers were like the baddies that you know, they, was, they like, were very popular. Yeah, it's you can't do any kind of action movie. That's the thing. When you think of action being in its heyday between the 80s and 90s, unfortunately, that's that's who the baddies were, were the drug dealers. Yeah, I mean, look at Miami Vice, you know, that Calderon and um, <laughs> uh, not that Calderon. <laughs> um, and, you know, and then we have your guy, Delgado. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. How many movies have we seen where drug dealers are the baddies? Probably hundreds. Easy. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah, there's so many. Because, like, yeah. you know, they're immediately evil. So it's like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> slinging that dope to our kids, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Stop <laughs> slinging the dope. Because it's interesting now, because now it's the white slavery guys, right? Like, that seems to be the new one. It's not drugs as much anymore. Right. It's like the Sicario-style movie where there's about some human trafficking or something to that effect. Right, they usually do that now. No no matter what it would be is uh, is something that's going to make Charles Nelson Riley mad. Yeah. (laughs) But you probably – now, you have an action star today, Matt. Yes. So next one. Yeah, this one came about because um, I watched the movie Kate that's on um, Netflix um, and reviewed it on the blog. And then I got the song Wait by White Lion in my head. So I had to watch the video on YouTube and I thought, wow, you know, the lead singer, um, Mike Tramp, um, who, you know, being um, of Danish descent in particular, I I thought he could would have been a really great action star with the big hair and the outfits. And um, yeah, I mean, and and the lines, of course, would have been great there, too. Like, you know, like, like, wait, you know, or, you know, know, uh, (laughs) I never got a chance to kill you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about when the children cry, you know, you're going to make the children cry or something like that. Right. Drug dealers cry. Yeah. Drug dealers make the children cry. Right. Exactly. I'm not going to 
Mike Didn't Trump. Let you make the children cry. Yeah. <laughs> but Mike Trump is on the kids. Right, exactly. Like, your pussy has kind of a cool name, you know, mm-hmm. like Mike Tramp. You know, he'd almost be well, like a detective with another guy named Tramp, and it could be like Tramp and Tramp. Or Lady well, how about Tramp? Tramp? How about Tramp Stamp? He's a Tramp Stamp of <laughs> approval. Right. Yeah, that's good. I think that's better than Lady and the Tramp, where he has to, he's teamed up with a woman with like very high like uh, manners. Yeah. And she doesn't approve of him. So, he, you know, she's the lady and he's the tramp. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe like Karen Shepard, right? Oh, oh yeah. like, good. Like, just like really like, yeah, you kind of like do, do the whole, like, because like she could be like, you know, like very sophisticated, but yet also she knows karate and stuff like yeah. that. So it's like kind of more sophisticated, whereas like Mike Tramp is just shooting people and yelling and maybe he like, you know, breaks beer bottles over people's heads and punches them and stuff. Right. He, awesome. I see him as more of like a party guy, you know, who, <laughs> you know, who has a, you know, he's like, like, come on, have some fun. Like he's like the loose party guy. He usually has like a like he's eating like a pizza out of like a, I don't know, a blender. And he has like a cigarette. I don't know. Just, just eating pizza in some sort of unorthodox way like Cobra. And he has a cigarette and he just kind of parties his way through life. Whereas the the the, the lady doesn't approve of that. And, you know, she has like a pearl you know, necklace, I'm imagining. I guess it would be a little too modern to wear a monocle, but yeah. basically <laughs> that she would be wearing a monocle and then he'd do something uncouth and then the, her monocle would fall out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never. It's like, yeah. Even though it is kind of hard to imagine Karen Shepard wearing a monocle. Well, oh. maybe the monocle is like a secret throwing star <laughs> at the end of the movie. Right. It's like, yeah, Mike Tramp is in trouble, and it really looks yeah. like the bad guy's going to get him, and then she yeah. just has to throw the monocle, yeah. Yeah, and I could see him having a lampshade on his head, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. full party mode with him, right? Like, he's just, you know, and, and, and then you get, like, the, the Danish accent, you know, where, I mean, I, like, he, he, he pronounced the word love, laugh, I think is how he would say it. And, <laughs> and um, great. Yeah, because it sounds like he's saying Olaf instead of Olaf when he's, you know, before he does the wait part, and I mean... You know, he could be like just saying things in the accent that just makes it even more charming, you know, whereas like, yeah, she's just like so stuck up and, you know, she's like, you know, and maybe too, because it's like the late 80s, early 90s, maybe she's eating sushi. Like maybe that's like, right. you know, and that was like new. That was a lot newer back then. And, and she yeah. cuts up the sushi <laughs> with a knife and fork. Yeah. <laughs> knife and fork. Um, He's like, I'm not eating raw fish, lady, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. What is this slime? It's like, <laughs> right. yeah. and then, give me a pizza any day. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, no anchovies, bro. <laughs> right. There'd have to be some sort of dialogue like that. And, you know, she would go to his apartment, which is a total disaster. And Absolutely he's blasting disaster. his hair. I guess you'd call it hair. Maybe metal. he could play Great White also. Or White Lion. Or White, White Snake. Yeah. White Snake. I, I love Great White. You know, the rock may. <laughs> the great song. Yeah, they used right, a lot yeah. of piano, too, in their hair metal great white they would you know um there weren't a lot of ones that used piano it usually was just your standard like you know guitarist bassist maybe rhythm guitarist and drummer um but i remember great white using the piano that could make it more um offbeat right for some of those kind of like you know like the, the like kind of the fun chase scenes or something like that you know a little little like kind of high piano the ding 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 ding, ding you know kind of <laughs> thing like that you know like yeah um, I, um and, and that kind of brings it a full circle because you know i was it white uh great white that uh, you guys can correct me that had that okay. trouble in with that yeah. club with the yeah. pyrotechnics oh, yes. in providence yeah and then law and order did an episode based around that if you remember i do remember that one it, 
That's how it started. That. And they, there was like a, a fire and a, well, like a rock club. And well, they had to, you know, it's ripped from, from the headlines. Yeah, it's ripped yeah. from the headlines, yeah. <laughs> I remember my sister was uh, living in Providence at the time that happened. Oh. And like all these family members were calling. And I think they just didn't know who Great White was and that my sister would not be, you know, like going to a Great White concert, um, you know. Um, and I remember she was just like completely Dumb, you know, dumbfounded that the family thought that she was in involved in that, that, you know, that she was, you know, like, is she OK? Did she make it out? And they're like, she's not going to see Great White. That's not um, a, a band that she hmm. has on her list. Um, I, I guess I would have been more likely to see Great White than her. <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, that uh, turned out all right. But yeah. um, uh, but, you know, I, it might be time to talk about the man of the hour. Mm. It sure is. Robert Roberts. Zadar. Yep. Hey, Robert Zadar. Bob Zadar. <laughs> we have a top five. Um, I guess we could start off with yours, Matt. Yeah. Now I have to confess um, that I, I realized when we when I started in on this list that I haven't seen as many Zadar films as I had thought. Um, oh. So it's possible that there are going to be some that aren't on my list. That like you you guys might mention some that I'm going to be like, oh, I've got to see that one. So we'll <laughs> see. But um, my I number five, I went a little bit off the beaten path. I went with. Um, uh, the Killer's Edge, a.k.a. Blood Money, um, PM flick with uh, Wings Hauser in it. Oh, that's a oh, good yeah. one. That's a good choice. I, that's not on my list at all, yeah. But it could yeah. have been. It the thinking been. was behind it was – I remember I got it on VHS, and I don't know what happened to that VHS. I don't know where where it ended up, but I watched it with some friends. And it was one of those things where I'm watching this movie, and we're all kind of like, man, this is not that good. But yet – everybody had a really great time watching it. And I think that's kind of like the true measure of a movie. Isn't it? Like, oh. like, did everybody enjoy it? And and that's kind of why it ended up on this list is that it just, everybody that watched it had a great time with, it. I mean, you know, there were like rocket launchers coming out of nowhere. I mean, you get to that see Zadar shooting. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Wings is good in it, but Zadar is great as well. And it, 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 you know, for early PM, that kind of 1991 PM, it's almost like you get that sense of where PM is going to go when they go, you know, now kind of, after watching it with my friends and watching a whole bunch of other PM films since, you almost get a sense that where they're headed with movies like The Sweeper and Recoil, um, Zero Tolerance, where this movie is just kind of like, anytime we can blow things up, let's blow them up. You know, people have rocket launchers that they just drive around in their cars with and they just <laughs> blow a, things up, you know? That's and, a and had. Exactly. Yeah, it's like all of it worked. Um, so, yeah, I this one, again, Probably not one that people would expect, but I just because it was everybody had fun watching it, and I think it's the kind of movie that people can just you just you know sort of cue it up and and have ninety minutes of a good time. Oh, and and isn't like you said that's really the measure of a movie like this is how entertaining is it, and it is a very entertaining movie. Plus for you, it has that sort of I guess you call it nostalgic value because you, you seem to have a kind of nostalgic attachment to it. We got it for the wings factor. So my friends right. and I had, were on this big wings trip after we saw him in Mind, Body, and Soul on one of those ten movie packs. And so then it was like, let's get all the wings we can. And so I think I bought it off of Amazon used, and we had it for a movie night. And um, yeah, it was interesting how we're watching it, and and nobody was, you know, everybody's like talking about how bad it was, but yet, yeah, it was just kind of almost like kind of a slow burn that you just started to realize like everybody was having a great time. And plus, you know, if you're not really familiar with PM movies and you're just starting to watch them, you know, like Blood you, Money would start yeah. Killer's Edge. I think I have Killer's Edge on my VHS. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's how we saw it. I think I, yeah, I think that's what Blood mine Money. is, too. Yeah. I think it, Blood Money is the other title. I think it's Killer's Edge. I think the copy of that I have is Killer's Edge as well. Um, no, I have get, Blood Money. Uh, go oh. ahead. Oh, I was going to mention how 
I, at Chiller, I can't honestly say we met him, but we were standing or sitting like right near him. What? Face to face. Robert face to face, you might say, yeah. with the face. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, so, when was this roughly? Like when? 2006. Okay, so he wasn't that old then. So it was kind of, kind of the one, the face that we we know from these oh, movies almost. Definitely. Oh yeah. And it's definitely in real life, just as you see it on the screen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't disappoint with the face. I mean, he's like tall and big, like you might think. You know, he's not like a secret shrimp or something. You know, he's a big guy, um, and the face is there. And so we saw the face in person. So I just you, wanted to put that out there. Do you remember when we said secret shrimp? It made me think of that funny bit, kind of an off bit, funny bit from the critic when they show Schwarzenegger in the shadow and he took, he takes off his muscle suit and he's like a nerd. He says, no one must ever know. <laughs> yes, I do remember that now that you say that. Do you remember that bit, Matt? I do, yeah. Was, yeah. was that on Comedy Central? What was the critic? Or, or they did rerun well, on, on Comedy Central? I think it was on rerun, but it used to be yeah. on what, Fox? That's right. Or, or was it like ABC? even ABC? I think it was, it was ABC and then Fox. Yeah, yeah. I went through through a bunch of like uh, iterations. And and I don't want to confuse it with Doctor Katz. That's no different. Doctor, yeah. No, that was always Comedy Central. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. D- John, John Lovitz is that what? Yeah. Oh, yes. John Lovitz critic? played uh, Jay Sherman, the critic. Yeah. If, if you quality show, if, if you have a copy or just buy it, you know, it's like. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, it is funny. There's some b- bits on it that are still very funny. Um, uh, uh, but all right, Ty. Uh, my number five is is killing American style. Oh, okay. So, now, this is a rare movie. Yeah. This one was my this this was the one that I was fighting with about whether I wanted to have this one be five or oh. uh, Killer's Edge. So this was my honorable mention. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah. So he plays Tony Stone. You know, it's like. <laughs> Great name. It's Stoneface, you might say. Yeah, Stoneface. And Jim Brown. And, you know, it's from the director of Hollywood Cop. Yes, and uh, Samurai Cop. Amir Shervan. That might be coming up. That might be coming up. Who uh, might be an underrated genius of a director. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just an interesting movie. Just, you know, it's about, it's more of like a home invasion movie, but you gotta love Robert Zadar in it. And he's like the main baddie. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the reason why I went with the other one over this one actually is because of the 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 viewing factor where I think you have to have a certain group of people to watch a movie like this just because you know there there's uh some stuff in it that's a little bit rough that you if you're just gonna put it on yeah. for a bad movie night yeah. it could be but if you know your audience like if you know who's who's sitting with you to watch the movie it it could probably be more fun even perhaps than than uh, than the Killer's Edge. Yes. No, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. And yes, I mean, in this movie, it's rare. It has definitely a very kind of low budget feel, but there's certainly there's, things about it, including Zadar, that make it stand out. There's something to it because there's like, you know, the movie's offbeat. So oh, yeah. Very watch it. And there's that other guy. He has like a mullet. Um, Who, Harold Diamond? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who's in the, the Zadar's movies? Um, like, uh, Hard ticket to Hawaii, I think. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. What's well, funny the way you pronounce it? It's like Zadarist movies. <laughs> right, um, <yes. laughs> I wish Zadar wasn't the Sedaris. I guess he was not. He would have fit in well. Yeah, as one of the bad guys. That's right. He wasn't, was he? It, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm sure he would have enjoyed it. You know, being around all those women and. Uh, um, but hey, <laughs> we got other people like what's that guy Buff Bagwell? Isn't that the guy's yes. name? Yes, he's great. <laughs> the, was it Day of the Warrior? I think he was. I, it. Yeah, I believe you're right, and I think he's in another one too. But definitely that he one. Is. He's in the so, final one, I think. Return to Savage Beach. 
Are we going to be changing our name to Buff Bagwell, all three well, of us? It's already or? taken. We can't change our name to Buff Bagwell. No. <laughs> as much as you want to be Buff Bagwell, you can't be Buff Bagwell. There's right. already a Buff Bagwell. Okay, fine. Maybe Buff Bagwell. <laughs> I just wanted to say that over and over. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like how you said Ookum in the last episode. Ookum, oh, yeah. Ookum, Ookum. <laughs> I guess that's my thing. If you repeat something, certain things like that enough, you might get a laugh. Because um, what was his tagline when he wrestled? It was like, I'm buff and I've got and I've got the stuff or I am the stuff or something like that. I, see, I don't know enough about wrestling to know that. I'm sorry, I don't know. That was the time we used to there. watch it. Was that NWO? Um, that, that was the thing. I think we've talked about that on here before. Where I am, um, that because TNT would do the Monday Night Nitro wrestling and then they would do a direct to video movie like later in the evening. So I my friends and I would do hearing those. that all the yeah. No, those are the good old days. Yeah, let's bring those back. I mean, I guess you could, but I guess it's on Tubi in a way. You can bring back this kind of like Tubi. <laughs> um, it should be a special channel. Like a channel that's just like an old channel that well, like does like, everything in a channel in the 90s would do, including the well, commercials. If you remember, remember Action on Demand, you know, Comcast had that. And they actually showed weirder movies. And then now they, they got rid of that. But yeah. that was something in the right direction. You know, it's like, yeah, it was. That's how we saw Miami really nice. cops. Uh, cops. Um, I think that's how I saw uh, Snapdragon. Um, oh, that's Sam Landerson film. <laughs> yeah. It's her best work since Barbed Wire. <laughs> um, well, but Chief's in a in a, a P. No, not a PM. An AIP. No, uh, uh, well, there's well uh, Raw Justice. Raw Justice uh, Pryor, right? Yeah, it's David Pryor, but yeah. close enough. Um, I don't know if there's more to say about Killing American Style, but um, we I mean, can move we, on yeah, to we'll the next one. We can find it. I would check it. We'd check it out. It's on Tubi. Yeah. It's on Tubi. Oh, it's on Tubi. Yeah, because I watched All it right. recently for this because I, I wanted to see if it was going to make my list. I was like, well, I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta find the, the the thing about it that the only drawback for me, other than that, that some of the scenes that are a little bit much for depending on who your audience is, is it it does it is a little bit over. Uh, it's over a hundred minutes. It's like yeah, or something. Yeah, what well, I've dragged a bit. But it, it's it's amazing because even though it did drag a bit, like the Zadar, I mean, the the because like Jim Brown kind of sleepwalks his way through it. He's just kind of like he's he's just like, how am I here? How did I end up in this movie? <laughs> yeah, Wait, fair like, question. <laughs> to be fair, that is a fair question. Yeah, but Robert all star footballer like character, yeah. <laughs> Ronnie Lott. Right. No, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Um, yes, all star footballer Ronnie Lott. That's from the movie Hawkeye. You yeah. ever see that That's one? what it says on the spine. Uh, yeah. That's on the spine, right? It's on the spine. It says oh, starring all pro footballer Ronnie Lott. Yeah. I, I he, think so, because I think I got a, a screen grab of him when I did the review of the movie. Who, Ronnie? Because if we, we do a, um, a George um, – no, what's his name? Um, Fong. Wait, yeah, Leo, Fong's Leo Fong. Yeah. Right, um, yeah. So Hawkeye may be coming back. Yes. <laughs> But um, you know, it, all right, not, yeah. So I'm glad you got a chance. You mix to, that up because there's Leo Fong and there's George Chung, right? Yes, and I that think George Chung is a Hawkeye. Yeah, but isn't Leo Fong involved in that? I thought he is. He is. Oh, I keep forgetting that. Oh, no, there's another one he did with Ronnie Lott. I think is it Fight to oh. Win? Fight to that, Win. That's with Leo Fong. Right, yeah, okay. and I think that has Ronnie Lott in it as well. Yeah. Oh, oh right. That's right. I yes. 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 And he shows up like at the end and like. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> So what is your number four? So my number four, this might be a bit of a shocker. Um, okay. I'm going with Maniac Cop for number four. Oh, uh, okay. Which, 
Right, you think it would have been maybe right. further in, in the front. The reason why it's only number four and not further up, because I think mm-hmm. it's a movie, it might be the best movie out of the five that I chose. <laughs> yeah. When you're talking about Zadar, the big part of it is his face, and his face isn't in the movie. You know, it's it's not. He's kind of yeah. mangled and all of that. And and so it was one of those things. I think when I did the review, I even was like completely angry that like I was like, how could you do this? And when you're making this movie with Zadar, <laughs> but I, you know, it is a movie itself. It's got a lot of really great. I mean, William Lustig's great, um, you know, director. Yes. The, the the stunts are great. Um, Bruce Campbell's in it. But I think the fact that you're you know, when you go to a Zadar movie, part of it is the Zadar face. Like he, it, it's part of what makes the movie him being in the movie. It makes it so great. So that's one reason why Maniac Cop. I think for most people on a Zadar list, that might be their number one. For me, I moved it to four just because of that factor. Oh, I, I totally get what you're saying. And um, my only thing about that is maybe Zadar is trying to be like a Lon Chaney man with a thousand faces kind of thing and trying to let his body language. And it's like maybe he just had a fit in like his dressing room saying, I'm tired of people always looking at my face. I want to show that I can act without my face. And maybe something like that. I not, I, I'm almost 100 percent sure that's why he took the role. I, I would I would guarantee I, I totally agree with you there. I think um, he 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 always seems like he really wants to act when he does these movies. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree know. with that. He, he gets 100 percent. You know, every every role we've seen him in is 100 percent. I never seen him slack off on anything. Even in some of the lower, lower yeah. down stuff, yeah. he really doesn't skimp. I mean, he yeah. he he could like, clearly w- walk through some of these roles, yeah. but. Because what like, was that low budget one? Shadow of the Dragon. Uh, Remember that or one? that William one with Smith? Oh, I yeah. That. Oh, that's a yeah. <laughs> um, that's something worth talking about, maybe yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, or that other one with Joe Gates and Jay Gates. Oh, equal impact. Equal impact. He he yeah. didn't he didn't need to be as good as he was in that, yeah. but he was because I guess uh, from everything I can tell, he's a consummate professional. Now, my number four is Train to Kill. There's Frank Zagarino and Zazar oh. and uh, <laughs> what's his name from some Sakura Killers? Oh, you know, the ri- Chuck Connors. Oh, so, yeah, Chuck Connors. Yeah, yeah, of course. The <laughs> Rifleman. Sorry, Chuck <laughs> Connors. That bit at the beginning is so awesome when he shoots the gun like five, six times. <laughs> right, and that's just at the beginning of Chuck Connors' career. I mean, Chuck Connors is amazing. He's gone on to do so much great stuff. Um this is but, a good one because he plays a good bad guy in this, Zadar. As he usually does. He's really yeah. the good guy. That'd be nice if he played the hero. <laughs> well, in a movie oh, – I won't say what it is, but in a movie okay. coming up, he maybe, uh, maybe could be considered the hero. But well, I'll wait and see what you guys okay. have. No problem. Um, but yeah, so Trinity killed. Yeah. Did you see this one, Matt, or no? I, so this is in my YouTube queue, and I think I, I meant to watch it before, <coughs> um, before our episode. And now that you're mentioning it, here I'm realizing I forgot to watch it. So it's Oops. it's definitely like it's in my like my watch list for uh, upcoming as, as soon as possible. So oh, yeah, yeah, I, I think you'll enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, enjoy it's, it. It's it's a good zags too, you know. Yeah. I mean this yeah this could easily make a zagged list. Wait, I don't think we've done a zags episode. Have we? No, but we should. Yeah, zigzag or something. I think <laughs> yeah. that was written. <laughs> oh, th- I think that guys. is in our list of ideas. Uh, yeah, it was like zigzag. our top five other guys, and he. I think he oh. was he number one for the other guys actually. That's right, right. But he didn't get a full app. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's deserving, and maybe in the future we could work on that. Okay, I just remembered zigzag, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, because I remember we mentioned North Korea and uh, Tenzan. Oh, Tenzan, and, uh, the ultimate mission. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that was also the YouTube queue. <laughs> and hopefully that's still there. You, know, you have the best moves on a YouTube queue. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's like I got to start watching them. What, what ends up happening is it's like I'll want to do like some Fred Williamson and I, or, or Cynthia Rothrock, and I'll do one of those first. And then these other movies just stay forever. I'll yeah, be like, no, I get what you're saying, because because those movies generally are like satisfying start to finish. And you think, well, I, I don't really need to watch another movie right. <laughs> ever again. <laughs> well, at least for the next 24 hours. But yeah, right. um, but it was Ty. Was there more you wanted to say about Train to Kill? No, I think it's just an underrated movie overall. I think. I think Harold Diamond's in that, too, if I'm not mistaken. He is. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that's how it so, ended up. It was, yeah, that's how I came across it again when I was looking yeah, up. Yeah, uh, Double Diamond. Double <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> Is that like a ski slope? or? Uh... <laughs> that's what they do on... <laughs> What's that thing that was on um, Cheap Seats? It was Joan Rivers. She oh, Joan Rivers to... doing the yeah. extreme downhill skiing. Yeah, I don't, matter. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's it's a sight to see. <laughs> you, you will laugh immediately. Yes, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, All right uh, Matt. So I guess we're on number three. So my number three uh, is Final Sanction. Uh, so talk, oh, talking wow. about AIP. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and I think this kind of also gets to how Zadar, like we were talking about, like the fact that Zadar didn't do um, – uh, oh, geez. Now I can't think of who we, we were saying he didn't do a movie with. <laughs> just a second ago. Oh, that he didn't? Oh, Zadaris. Zadaris, yeah. right. Yeah, because he did kind of everybody, right? He did PM. He did – um, AIP. He did, you know, Gregory Hatanaka's movies. I mean, it was he kind of worked with everybody. And so, uh, you know, Final Sanction, I think, from the standpoint of a, an AIP flick, is just it's just a kind of a fun, uh, you know, it's it's one of their ones that just works for me. Um, I get why you would pick this completely because it's basically a it's not a character study, but it's more like a two character study. It's a it's a they wanted to give Robert Zadar and was it Ted Pryor, right? Yeah, Ted Pryor. Um, uh, enough time in the sun. So they probably said, hey, let's just make the movie about them and give them like equal screen time for the whole movie. So it's like a lot of Zadar, a lot of Pryor. I mean, if you want some Zadar, I mean, this is the movie to watch because he's in it. Like he's one of the only characters in the movie. Yeah. And, and I mean, <laughs> you gotta you know, love granted, it. like current events make it a little bit different when it's the U.S. versus Russia. Um mm. Like the movie itself comes out in 1990, so I, I have a hunch that it was made before Glasnost. Like it was like they they kind of were starting to make it, and then all of a sudden Glasnost happened, and it's almost like, oh, okay, well, kind of. <laughs> well, we're not stopping now, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's just get it out there, and everybody's gonna like it this. anyway. And, yeah, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, because that was the theme of a lot of movies at that time. Like you looked Firehead or Red Mob. Yeah. Um, that movie that was put up by Vinegar Syndrome. There's a lot of like, you know, you know, <laughs> tension between the U.S. and Russia, Russia in the 80s. Said, hmm. I guess not a lot's changed. <laughs> yeah, might be coming back. But leave it to Robert Zadar and the AIP gang to uh, bring that to the forefront once again. Yes. Maybe face front. So it's like, ah, <laughs> you you had to go there. <laughs> I went there. Yep, you sure did. <laughs> so. My number three is the Maniac Cop series, you know, one, two, and three. Oh, so, yeah. like three rolls high. Four wasn't that bad then, because you, you had the, the yeah. three, so yeah, <laughs> so number three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so cl- I, we might have an overlap on number one. There's a really good chance. Okay. <laughs> mm. But yeah, what 
three is kind of a wacky one, but it has that amazing fire stunt where, yes. you just, where Zadar's like on fire for like 25 minutes. <laughs> wow. I it okay, it's long. It's water, long. Right? Is that where he's like on fire and then he jumps yeah. in the water? I think he jumps, I think off, jumps off a bridge. Yeah. Jumps out a window. Out of, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I got to um, tell you, I don't remember much about two. <laughs> I remember one and three more. I have not seen two or three. I don't know if I've ever seen them. I know I've seen oh. obviously I've seen one, but I was looking up two because I didn't review two. So it makes me wonder. If, I, I I feel like I have just because I know it. Maybe I just forgot to review it. Does that? Ha- I guess maybe that ha- that can happen. That happens. Yeah. Well, it's like a phantom memory, a phantom review. Yeah. Maybe you could say. <laughs> You're right. Well, well, Brett, what do you think of these Maniac Cop? Uh... Oh, I'm a fan. I, I'm yeah. a fan of the series. Um, of course, when I was younger and watching them on cable, I did get them confused with um, Psycho Cop. <laughs> um, pretty similar <laughs> title. So, um, I'm still going to watch uh, Psycho Cop 1 and 2. Uh, which you bought, also released by Vinegar Syndrome. I have the first, I have the second one. I don't have Psycho Cop 1. Uh, I just have the second one, Psycho Cop Returns, as they call it. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of the series. I, I like them. They're entertaining movies. Uh, you know, when you're a fan of 80s and 90s, I guess, like exploitation action. I mean, they're they're great examples of it. Again, William Lustig, I agree. He's he, he can do it very well. And he worked with uh, Fred Williamson that as the right, carryover vigilante. from Vigilante. Yeah. Oh, never, yeah. that, that was never on our list. That's an oh, oversight. Vig- Oh, Vigilant. Well, see, Fred's been in so many great movies. It's, it's understandable. Oh, no, that was a good one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe we need to do a Robert Forster episode, and then we can we can, we can write the wrong. The Forster oh. through the trees. Ah! <laughs> okay, if you want to do that, I would lovely. I'll love to do that one. That's a great idea. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, well, I was just thinking because, yeah, he he was in Vigilante as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and Maniac Cop 3. Right. So, yeah. Wow. Well, look, yeah. So look at Maniac Cop oh, 3. Wow. It looks like 2 I definitely did see and just never reviewed okay. it. But number 3 is interesting. It's got Doug Savant from uh, Melrose Place in it. Um, <laughs> and and that movie you watched, Brett. I watched. What? Terminal. Oh, Terminal? <laughs> Doug Savant. Oh, he, oh, he's the guy from Terminal with yeah. New Peoples? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, that once again, uh, a, a connection is made. Gotta love Melrose Place. Well, not Courtney Thorne Smith. You know, it's like, Danny or... Oh, Billy, sorry. Billy, Billy, yes. Billy. It's like, that's all she said for the first two seasons. Yes. I remember, I remember the first year of the Major League Soccer, um, I guess because they, they were having trouble getting players. They a- Andrew Shue played in the first season of Major League Soccer. <laughs> they had to get Andrew Shue to play. Yes, I think he played for the New York. I think because the, the, the team that's New York Red Bulls, they called them the New York, New Jersey Metro Stars when they first started. Yeah, and I, I remember, I think that's who he played for. It was either them or L.A. Um, and um, I was like, Andrew Shue is in this league? Like, okay, you know. <laughs> He's supposed to be playing Billy here. Right, like, exactly. He's, <laughs> where's Amanda? Is Amanda going to, you know, Heather Locklear going to flirt with him or something? And yeah, try to try to steal him away from from Courtney Thorne Smith. Well, it's a better idea because <laughs> <laughs> I think she did do that briefly. Right. And well, who's the and uh, Grant Show? Grant you know, Show. He was like a hit. 
you know, the himbo, and then we said he was going to be an action star, right? I think we said that. He really should have been. He was in a movie called Ice that's on um, on Tubi that um, I don't know if it's – I don't know if that's an action movie, though. Um, he's um, – let's see. Wait, if it, Iced? Not the famous it's, Iced. From no, I, it's something else. I think it's like it's like supposed to be some kind of – maybe it's not – yeah, Ice. It's a TV movie. Oh, Ice. Oh, okay. And that's ice. not the one with uh, Tracy, Tracy. Lawrence. No, no, no. This is one with um, Udo Kier and oh, Eva yeah. LaRue. Um, yeah, it's a but north of the equator freezes below. After the whole oh. north of the equator freezes below zero, a group of people mm. in Los Angeles risk their lives trying very to. Very topical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it is very topical. Um, so I'm not really sure what number we're on. Um, I, I did number three because I did the Maniac Cop series. So I'm number two then. My yeah, number yeah. two is going to be kind of a little bit off the beaten path. Frogtown 2 is, is Ooh, mine. Okay. Oh, was it Return to Frogtown? Return yeah, to Frog- so th- oh, yeah, that was another title for it. Yeah, Frogtown 2 or Return to Frogtown. Um, I did not I, expect that. Yeah, I had to see this. I had to go on Daily Motion. And then the person who <laughs> uploaded it on Daily Motion, they reversed the, the video. Because I guess if you reverse the video, it can evade um, copyright protections or copyright whatever so i had to then get a plug-in for firefox <laughs> that would then flip it back um and so that's how i watched this movie and i could say it was, it was worth it it was it was you know zadar has a lot of fun with it um ronda sheer from usa up all night oh. is in it um it's got napes um got a little <laughs> napes in there lou ferrigno don stroud um so it, it and brian james plays a professor in it so um it's a big cast, but Zadar is – he's kind of like the big leading man, and we were talking about how he's usually playing a villain. He's the hero in this, and he's got a mustache and you know, kind of does a good job with it. So uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, and, and kind of to see that Zadar could, could play that kind of role um, I thought was really cool. I saw it ages ago. I don't remember – I remember it was like, oh, wow, Zadar's like the main character finally. <laughs> yeah. That's all I remembered. You made me think of something about Napes. You can maybe do a Charles Napier episode. Planet of the Napes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're writing down all these. I'm writing this. Yeah, yeah the I'm Napes writing... of Wrath. Yeah, that's the Napes true. of Wrath's better. Napes of Wrath. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, see, if it was up to me, I'd probably just come up with something like Nape of the Neck. Okay, <laughs> let's just move on. Um, so, what do you remember yeah. about Frogtown Two, bro? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. So I, I can't really put in my two cents about Frogtown 2. I think the reason why I've never seen it is because I'm really not that big a fan of Frogtown 1. I mean, yeah, there's good things about it, but it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, and it's also very hard to find. I don't understand why that is. I don't know why it would be so difficult to get Frogtown 2 when it's got all of these people in the cast. Um, that But Frogtown, you know, Hell Comes to Frogtown is everywhere. Um, yeah, it's yeah, readily available. Must be a rights yeah. issue. I mean, yeah, I know be. there was a VHS release because I'm yeah, pretty sure was. Best Video yeah, I mean, had it. I don't think they have it anymore, but they did have it. So it definitely got released on VHS. Um, yeah. I have a really good segue into the number for my number two. I was going to keep talking about Frogtown 2. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, no, perfect, yeah. Okay, which is The Night Stalker with Charles Napier and Robert uh, Star. Yeah. <laughs> and that, so, that is a winner of a movie, yeah. Oh, my goodness, it's a winner and a half. You seen this one, Matt? I don't know. Um, So is is this is Night Stalker the one is, – is, he plays a serial killer, right? Yes. Yeah, and Napes it, is a cop on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. It's really good. It People delivers see it. the goods. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It has what you want. It's one of his first roles. 
Yeah, uh, I think it is. Stars. Yeah. Yeah. He's only using these like these little roles back in the in the beginning of his career. He's like the Killing Game, and what's that one? Um, Codename Zebra. Soul Taker. So, Codename Zebra. So, um, I mean, it's, he's probably most well known for Tango and Cash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, I think that was the only crazy. time when Zadar went to the theater. Yeah, from that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what Stallone would say. I'm sure. Um, uh, to translate right. in, from Stallone to English, that was, "Hey, it's Robert Zadar, right?" Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Stallone to English dictionary. Yes. It's like, <laughs> it's like Rosetta Stone. Rosetta yes. Sly. Yeah. <laughs> Rosetta Stallone. Rosetta, Rosetta Stallone. It's right there. Rosetta it's Stallone. Right there. That's where it should be. It's right there. Um, you want to be articulate and talk just yeah. like me exactly. this is yeah, what you have to me. do you'll be driven to buy it oh, man <laughs> someone's punning it up today i know i'm really punning it up <laughs> and i guess we can't mention driven without mentioning the two things driven is most known oh. for his name joe the hummer tanto and yeah. that there are cgi quarters Yes. <laughs> and Kip Pardew. So yes, like, of course. Yeah, it's like, what, what What was Stallone? That was like that period. What was the other movie he did? He did that, like, Assassins with Bandera, Antonio Banderas. Well, like, well, this came out after Assassins. He made I yeah. See You. A.K.A. Right. And then Get Carter Remake. Yeah, I think That's Detox. Right. And then he made Driven. And I think he made, oh, yeah. uh, what's that stupid one that I haven't watched yet? Avenging, Avenging Angelo. Angelo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So I didn't see that one yet. But yeah, it was like this period of time where he 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 was he was so st- he was it was like he he didn't it was almost like like the whole thing stopped for him before it stopped for like Van Damme and Seagal and all of those guys. But like there was that sense of like like he he didn't want to believe it yet. Like he was yeah like, exactly you know, exactly yeah. he was he was falling off like yeah oh, no he, that's falling off <laughs> definitely like <laughs> a, a hitting of the skids I guess you yeah. could say. <laughs> But he but he he corrected himself I and mean, yeah, he did some yeah I mean I, I mean that was pre expendables and yeah. all that so it, it it was it happens to everybody you know because yeah, yeah um, he had what he had he had those he had de or detox or I see you and then he had avenging angel like uh oh <laughs> <laughs> what's that movie you have on DVD and it has all those people in it and you haven't watched it yet I don't think but. Or maybe uh, you did watch it, and it's like this cast of like there's a million different people, and it's like direct to DVD, and Stallone has like a small part in it. Oh, um, Shade? No, I think it's uh, is oh, it Shade? Well, that's not the one I'm thinking of. I don't think. Oh, but I, but I, I think that's a similar idea. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah. oh no, no, Shade doesn't have anybody in it. Doesn't look. Like, oh, oh, yeah, it does. No, it's got, it's um, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, Gabriel Byrne, uh, Tandy Newton, Jamie Fox, Melanie oh. Griffin. Oh, oh no, it has some names, but that's yeah, that's, not, but the that's one not the one. It's a movie that like. No one's really ever heard of. Um, uh, and this came out when? Like in the 2000s at some point. Um, I, hmm. Now I'm well, wondering what that is. <laughs> all right. Well. He, um, he had a small part in Taxi 3. What, what was yeah. Taxi 3? Is that like a. Well, there's there's taxi movies from France you know, right, made by Luc okay. Besson. So okay. they were very popular. Right. That's not the same as the the Jimmy Fallon. Um, well, I think that's no. a remake of the. Of the taxi. Yeah, it's a remake. Yeah. Awesome, 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 awesome. It's taxi, awesome, awesome, awesome. It's like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> but we'll have um, to look into that Sly movie. Yeah, um, we will. Is it Copland? 
No, it's not definitely not Copland. That's okay. no. It, it was after Copland. Okay. Um, but do you remember like the plot kind of? No, I, you found it like Goodwill or something, and it has was all it these the different. Was it the Good people. Life? Was it the Good Life? Was it, was it ties? Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. You mean Reach Me? Reach Me, yes, Reach yeah. Me. It's called Reach look, Me. Yeah, it has Tom Sizemore and um, who else is in it? A bunch of other people. Oh, Tom Berenger. It's not great. Like Tom Sizemore, like gets bit on the nose by like a rat or something. It's really there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot me. about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is not the Stallone podcast. This is the Robert Stallone no, podcast. This is our podcast. Um, we, <laughs> we wanted to figure it out. You know? Yeah, no, I know. I know. Um, so, yeah. My, oh, I'm number one ready. Well, before one. you get to number one, I know this is no, going out of well, order. You're number two. Did you, or did you do your, or you did I your did number two. I did two. I did Night right, Stalker. Okay, okay right. right. That's right. Oh, just that, you know, I want to read from um, uh, some background about Robert Zadar before we get to number one. We'll keep people in suspense. Oh, okay, sure. So, because, you know, this is all about Zadar. I might as well give a little bit of Zadar background. This won't take up uh, too much time, but I do want to read that. Uh, yeah, I do like to do the background, which is Robert Zadar was born Robert James Zadarsky on June 3rd, 1950 in Chicago, Illinois. He caught the acting bug while attending Proviso, I think that's how you say that, Proviso West High School in Hillside. He received a BFA from Arizona State University. Prior to acting, Zadar was a singer, keyboardist, guitar player for the Chicago-based rock band Nova Express, which performed as an opening act for such groups as Jefferson Airplane, The Who, and The Electric Prunes. Other early jobs included it as a jingle writer for the Leo Burnett and J. Walter Thompson ad agencies, a Chicago police officer, much like um, uh, Farina, yeah. and even a brief stint as a Chippendales dancer. Um, <laughs> and uh, a popular frequent guest at horror film conventions, where we saw yep, him. Zadar also produced several movies and continued to act with pleasing regularity in a slew of features up until his death from cardiac arrest at age 64 on March 30th, 2015. So yeah, I just wanted to sad. get that out there. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Sad that he's gone. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, well, you know, when we saw him, that was not too far away from his death, really. I mean, well, it was about nine years away. Well, yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, he so. that old, yeah. you know, he was only. No, he was 64. He'd be in his, I guess he'd be 72 now. He'd be. He was yeah. probably, it's about Seagal's age, right? Yeah, and I'm sure he'd still be working, and um, uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, he was kind of a, I don't know if you call him a workaholic, but he was always working yeah. and doing the the fan convention circuits and showing he cared about his fans. I think he did. Um, I think he did care. Like, yeah, otherwise he wouldn't have been there, probably. Um, all right, so now we've set the stage for our number ones. That was so. fast. Yeah, we kind of so cruised through through the, the yeah. Zadar list, I think. Is it? Yeah, we, you know. Well, you know what? We want to go back to talk about the um, Black Crows again? I mean, we could do that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Counting Crows, sorry. Oh, uh, uh, Counting Crows. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. uh, well, we never talked about the Black Crows. Um, oh, okay. Well, you could do that. <laughs> we want to go back to Counting Crows. You know, um, Adam Durwitz is doing. Um, the only thing I would say about the Black Crows is that, uh, um, you know, to me, they always seem like a bar band that got lucky. You know, they're kind of like a bar bar. And, and also and the lead singer, I, Chris Robinson, I believe his name is. He admitted it like he was on like live with like um, Regis and I think Kathy Lee at the time. It's like, yeah, we're a bar band. that got lucky. Like he knows it. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not really insulting. Um, and no. uh, and I know he they were very against like advertisements and like he 
uh, our friend Brendan has a story. He saw them live and he, he like didn't want to perform in front of a banner that said Coors beer or something to that effect. Cause he saw them with um, Oasis. And nice. to, to me, that's so funny. Cause to me, they're completely different. Like Oasis and the black Coats are very different, but the, I think the reason why they're packaged together is because they both have brothers in the band, you know, <laughs> the Robinson brothers and the Gallagher brothers like, okay, well they both have brothers. So let's put them together. Um, and one's our band. Um, well, <laughs> this is it. This is the podcast yeah. is, yeah, okay. is in, the, in the website. That's as close as we're going to get. Okay. Um, but uh, I can, I can definitely play the triangle. No problem. Okay. Well, I, I will keep that in mind. Um, but, uh, okay. So, well, you're Zadar number one. I think Matt should uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I was say quickly, I did, I saw Oasis in concert and Screaming Trees oh. open for them. And I think oh. the lead oh. singer of Screaming Trees passed away recently. So. Yes. Um, yeah. I heard yeah. about that. Was that Mark yeah. Lanigan? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because he does the theme to the um, the Bourdain show. But but um, oh. yeah, I think somebody threw something at him um, when he was oh. on stage, and he he yelled. This was the Worcester Centrum in Worcester, Massachusetts, which mm. I don't know what it's called now. Um, but um, I don't know. If probably some advertisements for like Verizon, <laughs> Xfinity, Ford, Toyota yeah, presents yeah. the. Yeah, uh, right. There was just a bunch of ads. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can't just call it the centrum anymore. But yeah, I, I don't know if you want to go as far as to say like a more wretched, you know, more wretched hive of scum and villainy you'll ever see. But, it, you know, depending on the kind of show you'd see there, it could be it could be interesting. Um, but um, yeah, um, nobody did anything to, to the Gallagher brothers. But yeah, somebody threw something at the lead singer of Screaming Trees. <laughs> he, he swore at him and said, they, they, you want you come up on stage and do that to me or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But like that, that was good. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of an aside before I. No, yeah, that's that was fine. Like 90s. I still have the shirt from that concert, actually. Oh, oh wow, that's a great. It's probably worth something. Yeah, it's an Oasis. Um, yeah, it's like North America. It's, it's got a big hole in it, but um, but yeah, oh. I still have the shirt. I, yeah, I might have a picture. I, I, I could show everybody on the podcast what it looks like now. Yeah, <laughs> is it have cool. the tour dates on the back of those? No, those, it's uh, not one of those. It's not that okay. cool, unfortunately. Oh, okay. No, but um, but it says like Oasis North American Tour, and it has like the little Oasis, you know, like the that their name and like the oval, mm-hmm. and then I think it has like blue and red and red stripes or something that go down the side. Um, oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's that's really cool. That's a great. Artifact. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, if you find it or take a picture, to send to me on the Instagram or whatever they do these days. You know, it's like send it me on MySpace. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get lost like, in the ether there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so not as cool as the Black Crows um, opening for them, but you know it was. Um, yeah, I, guess, I, I don't. You know, it, it's one of those things in the '90s. Like whoever, like the the groups that they would have opening for other groups was always interesting. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't always go together. I mean, Screaming Trees didn't really go with Oasis that much either. Um, uh, well, and, and, and recently, at, um, well, it used to be called the Oakdale in Wallingford, Connecticut. Now it's probably some terrible Verizon corporate name. Yes, exactly. It was, uh, I believe Joan Jett and Boston. Yeah. Like uh, to me, yeah. those two don't go together. I mean, I like both, but they, to me, like Joan Jett is more like punk, I think, you know, and where Boston is sort of like that sort of 70s um, big, I guess, AOR rock. And to me, they don't really go together. But I mean, I would go to that concert. But how many people out there are like me, you know? Um, um, so I thought that was odd. And that's new. Like back in the old days, like it, it was anything goes. It was, yeah. you know, uh, it, there are so many examples of weird matchups. You know, it was like Ted Nugent and Rush and, um, and <laughs> with the Ramones and ZZ Top. It was like a total, you know, it was crazy back then. Um, 
I think, I think Poison's going to be uh, be playing at the what, the Foxwood, I think, soon. Who? Poison. Oh yeah, Poison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's opening, but uh, I forget. But yeah, maybe maybe yeah. Hurricane or like yeah, White Lion or. Yeah. Oh, two, oh yeah, White Lion. Yeah, That'd exactly. Like Tramp or uh, <laughs> right. maybe Warrant. But Matt, what were you going to say? Oh, oh, I, I, I'm yeah. I, what, um. Something about crazy concert, Matt. Oh yes, um, there was a. I watched this documentary on Klaus Nomi. Um, you know, I don't know if you know Klaus Nomi, like a guy from the '80s. Yeah, he. Um, one of the first shows they did was uh, they opened for Twisted Sister in North Jersey. Really? um, And they were were, like getting ready to go, and I guess the lead guitarist from Twisted Sister saw them getting ready, and he's like, "This isn't going to go well, guys." Um, It's like this is because he knew who was going to be at this concert, and and here's Klaus Nomi being like, "Oh." Clips and, and they were just like, "What?" And I guess like they yeah, they had to like escape. I think they had to run out. Of their, <laughs> they had to escape. Yeah, I think it was like really Twisted bad. Sister fans were that you know crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and interestingly, at, I think at that same time we went to Chiller and Robert Zadar was there. There were members of Twisted Sister there signing autographs. Yes, and so, uh, Peter full Chris. circle. Yeah, Peter. Yeah, the line for Peter Chris was just out the door. It was out. Yeah, it was almost out the door. I, I saw like you know we saw the Warriors for a second. You know, kind yeah, of they had the Warriors them. Union with the was it Michael? Yeah, Michael Mike, Beck? Mike, yeah, Mike Beck was there. Mike Beck was there, and yeah. uh, some of the other Warrior yeah. uh, cast members. But um, we're getting number right, one so <laughs> We've keep we've kept people in suspense long enough. Yeah, we have. What is your number one Zadar? I think my number one is the same as yours, Ty. Yeah. It's uh, Samurai Cop. That is correct. We have <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You got the <laughs> Samurai Cop. I mean, how yeah. could this not be number one? I mean, yeah. this it is has just to be. Uh, what a movie. Yes. It, one of the things in this too, um, you know, uh, Brett, when you were reading the um, the bio on mm. on Robert Zadar, I mean, being from Chicago, he I think naturally had like a really thick Chicago accent, yeah. and whenever he would try to sublimate it or try to speak, you know, region free diction, he always spoke like he was like this like like um, soft rock, you know, AM DJ, um, <laughs> and and it doesn't come out any better I think than than here in in Samurai Cop where he's like. Yeah, I'm here, Yamashita. You know, it's like <laughs> so Coming up next, we've got Ambrosia. Yeah. And Harold Diamond. Is Harold Diamond at <laughs> all? Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, Melissa Moore. Right? Yeah. And, um, and you know, at Video 7, uh, the owner, Bob, has autographs from Melissa Moore and Grant Show. Wow. That's, oh, so, that's right. And so. uh, Roof Buzzy. <laughs> well, <laughs> should have been an action star much. Yeah. Uh, Buzzy. <laughs> Yeah, buzzy. I, we might have mentioned that on an earlier yeah. episode. That does sound kind of familiar, but it's always worth mentioning. That is like again. the classic old person name, Ruth yeah. Buzzy. It's like, yeah. well, you know, she was great in her day. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but again, Amir Shervan, what a director! Like he's a guy who came from Iran, 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 and like he wanted to make movies. And it, I'm guessing there was something of a language barrier because what he came out with is very odd and that's what makes for some pretty big enjoyment i would say well you gotta love you know <laughs> this whole movie it's the oh, you know, oh and the Mark, guy uh, matt hannon who's matt the star hannon, was yeah. was stallone's bodyguard hmm, that's interesting see it all so, comes full circle like it all comes said. full circle yeah don't forget about frank washington you know, and his wacky reactions. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's great. And of course, Gerald Okamura, you have to love Okamura. Oh, yes. Um, As Okamura. Yeah, exactly. 
But this is just a gem of a movie. It's just, I mean, I'm guessing anyone listening to this has probably seen it. If you haven't, do yourself a favor yeah. and just watch it. Just, just buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Whatever it you got to do. It's on Tubi. It is. So, you know, you do the initial no investment. But yeah, I agree. You probably need to buy it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to buy it after you watch it. So you might as well yeah. just cut out the middleman. <laughs> buy it from Amazon. Get one day shipping. And then you'll get. <laughs> um, now, has anyone here seen the sequel? No, yes. I have not. I, I have. And the problem with the sequel, and I think this is something that you guys have brought up in the past about movies, is you can't make a cult classic. Yes, that is something and, we've said. Yes. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I do get the feeling that that's what they're trying to do. You you can't do it. Yeah. It's not going to work. You can't force it. No. And they do. It's almost like they're they're so in on the joke that it's – I mean it had the the guy from The Room in it. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau, right? Tommy Wiseau. He's in it. Um, Shane Ryan is in it, but actually I kind of dug Shane. I think it's his real name, Shane Ryan Reed now. Um, but um, he's actually – his like kind of crazy energy actually kind of worked to some extent in it. But yeah, Mel it's, Novak, it's, right? You're buying Mel Novak's Mel Novak. in it. Yeah, he plays another like, – like what's interesting is that like all the I – think, I think they were trying to make fun of the fact that um, Zadar um, was this big samurai guy named Yamashita. So mm-hmm. like – all the samurais, for the most part, are, are like white uh, white people in it. So um, I think they kind of made that kind of joke as well. But it's yeah, it's it's they they're they're, they're so like kind of crazy over the top. And it's like Bai Ling is like Bai Ling on like sixteen. Um, and, <laughs> well, that's and, pretty high up, right? I mean, Bai Ling, Bai Ling on eight is pretty crazy, right? Yeah. This is like yeah, it's it's got to be in, in, in uh, the upper reaches of the dial, right? You're, wow. You're, yeah. Um, wow. It, <laughs> it's it's also on on Tubi. Um, I did. I I think I ended up reviewing it for this for the site. But it it, it 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 is the problem. You you when people try to, you you can kind of feel them trying to make a cult classic, and it doesn't work. And you just yeah. you can't you can't do it. You can't capture the magic because the thing about the original is that he wasn't trying to be funny. He wasn't trying to make a cult movie. He was just making a movie the best he could. And it's actually from Shervan's point of view, like very earnest and it's very guileless and that's what makes it good. So you can't have that winking tongue in cheekness or choked with irony as Ty always says. It can't do it. That that's, that's not something Amir Shervan did. It's to the best of my knowledge. And it's definitely not something you can replicate. People have tried. They can't do it. That's never happened. Yeah. But it, back to the original, it's, 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 it's such a gem of a movie. It's, yeah, it's up there with Miami that. connection. If you like Miami yes. connection, it's, it's like yeah. that type of movie. I did an amazing double feature, but it's almost too much. Crazy. It's almost too much. One. I don't think, yeah. yeah, I don't think he, it's, it's yeah. too much. Like you, you go years and years and years without seeing a gem like that to watch two in one night. It might be a bit yeah, much. It's too much. It's too much. Because, you know, that's the thing, right, with um, with the way movies are now between, like, you know, the Internet and um, companies like Vinegar, Sin- Vinegar Syndrome and places like that that are putting these movies out that, like, you you know, in the past you would stumble upon something like this. And so you, you, you wouldn't get back to back because it was like this, you know, you'd get like one samurai cop out of, like, you know, 20 or 30 movies that you watched. Right. But now, because they're all together, where like I think Miami, uh, I, I think um, they're all like on um, Tubi, so you could literally watch like all three, you know, three or four of these back to back. And yeah, and you're right. There's part of, there was a discovery process that went with going to the video store. Yeah, that's and, this is a video store movie. You kind of yeah. stumble, a total stumble. Yeah, it's like so. you rent like American Ninja Three, and then you yeah. kind of see what else is around. Oh, yeah. Samurai Cop. Yeah, yeah. okay. And yeah, then what else you got? 
all right, what's this? Yeah, it's it, that's what happens. It, it, there was no, I don't want to say rhyme or reason, but there was no, there's no knowing to it. You just kind of, you you stumble into it and then you enjoy it and go, wow, it has much more impact that way than everyone telling you how great it is, which is exactly what we're doing now. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. but people kind of know, I think. Well, because I think what you mean like about like the, you know, it, it, it's too much like to do this in Miami Connection. Another one would be Deadly Prey, I think is another. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that that's category. in that same category yes and i would add um yorgo agnanovsky what's that movie warrior of justice warrior of justice with yorgo that's kind of yeah. like oh and, oh and here's a great example speaking okay. of vinegar syndrome is um a champagne and bullets aka get even oh you gotta watch that mad you haven't watched this. Yes. that's haven't that's one that. of those that's I one of those yeah, one of those. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, I, there should those. be. There's no word for what these yeah, are. I don't think it. we need to come up those. with a word. It's yeah, a special right. type of movie that fits into this category, and it, it's yeah. like Samurai Cop, Miami Connection, yeah. a Warrior of Justice. Like I, good ex- there's like five or six of these things. And, and get even. So, uh, yeah. so Matt, knowing that and uh, keeping that in your mind, that's yeah, that's one of those. Yeah, that's what I need. I mean, I mean, like I would. Th- I I don't know what what you think of Action USA. It's almost, that one's almost like too good to be in this. Kind yeah, of category, right? I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's and close. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't. I mean, there's a lot of humor in that movie. That's like intentional humor. Yeah. I so I don't know that it would quite fit that. But it's it's close. because yeah. it's an undiscovered gem. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny too when you think about it too. Because like, so I think with Samurai Cop, the way I was turned out of Samurai Cop was actually Kenner for Movies in the Attic said you know hey you got to check this movie out um and and that was how i i think i found it so i didn't even like stumble upon it necessarily but it was still kind of a thing where it was like it was hard to find um it wasn't easy to get a, a copy of it um and and you know you, you 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 but you watch it and you're like wow this this is like something special that well like, yeah you know, because even if someone rec- recommends it to you it's nothing can prepare you you know what i mean yeah, you can't, like, it yeah, just sounds exactly. it seems like a recommended movie so okay someone recommended it, i'll watch it that doesn't come close to preparing you for what you're yeah. about to see <laughs> yeah when you i love when you stumble upon this type of stuff because you i can't believe we have like six or seven examples which is a lot so and brad you had the dvd forever right uh, i've had the dvd i think since the dpd yeah. came out so yeah. it, it was originally put out by media blasters i believe um which was a really good company in its day, um, and they released a lot of good and interesting stuff. But yes, I've had that DVD for a long time. Yeah, I remember. So cinema when Cinema Epic uh, put it out, um, they had put out a movie called Nipples and Palm Trees, which is a great title. Um, where it was um, kind of a, a comedy that took place in um, like an indie comedy that took place in, in L.A. And they, you know, the people who made the film asked if I would review that movie for their site. And I really liked it. And so I, I reviewed it because I, I, and I, I gave it a really good review because I really enjoyed it. And the guy who directed that was like, Oh, you know, we're doing a screening of Samurai Cop in Boston. Um, Cause they knew I, I live kind of near there. Like, Hey, why don't you go down? Could you, you know, maybe go down and cover it for us and, and, and say the problem was, was that because it was like a midnight screening and I couldn't get back from Boston because I didn't, I, you know, I don't drive, I don't have a car or anything like that, so I couldn't get back to Maine. Um, I, I don't know if I would have been like camping out in the bus station at like three right, in the morning yeah, or something. Yeah. So I, I was considering maybe getting a hotel to do it, but um, it's just like you know, it's just I had no money at that time anyway to be doing anything like that. So um, though it didn't end up working out. And I kind of felt back because it would have been interesting to kind of do to sort of see this on the. That would have been an interesting experience. Yeah, and, and and that does go to show that it's the type of movie that has these sort of midnight screenings. You know, it's, right, it's that sort staying, of movie. 
has staying power. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what Vinegar Syndrome did with New York Ninja. You know, they they kind of assembled and reconstituted New York Ninja. And then, you know, there was a theater screening of it. So and, and that's New York Ninja kind of fits into that category, um, which, you know, if you like all those other ones we just mentioned, New York Ninja basically is that. like, yeah, it's another one. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. We need to come up with a better name, but yeah. I think people get the idea. It's almost like that's the name of one of those. One of those. <laughs> like, like yeah. One of those, Inc. Or, or O-O-T or Oot. Yeah, yeah um, Oot. Okay, it's an Oot. All right, so. <laughs> Until something better comes along, yeah, we might have to start this calling is a, This is an Oot. Very close to Ookum. But yeah. just, like, <laughs> or Canadian people might just think we're going out. Which yeah, we're going Oot. <laughs> <laughs> If we I start rhyming I... sorry with story, you know, so yeah. sort of story and story. Once we start doing that kind of thing, then they'll know that. Yeah. Then they'll know. Then they'll know we're not talking or no, we're not, you know, um, imitating them. We're coming up with our own uh, dialogue yeah, our own, or own language. You know. Our own language. Um, all right. Well, so that's yeah, that, our list, unless we have honorable mentions. So, so I don't the, have any. <laughs> no, the, the big one I had was killing American style, which, again, okay. I think when we talk about Samurai Cop, it's interesting because Samurai Cop has a couple of things that might be a bit rough depending on who your audience is. But killing American style is definitely like it, it's like another level, I think, like, you you know, Samurai Cop is the one you do first. Killing yeah. American style could be one of those. Right. Could be. A, a, an. It's close. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the, being an oot. the director's yeah. other movie, uh, um, Hollywood Cop. Hollywood, That's an yeah. oot. That's yeah. a total oot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's got Robert Zadar as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot that this director did, and, and a good chunk of it's on on um, on Tubi. But I think if you were going into these movies, if you're you know, look, I think Samurai Cop is the first one. You got to do yes. Samurai Cop first. Yes. If you love Samurai Cop, then you can do the other ones. I think yes. if you do the other ones first, you might be like, what is this that you're recommending to me? And, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. No, no. Samurai Cop uh, certainly uh, is perfect it's a for good starting the, point. the uninitiated. But then then from there, I would go to Hollywood Cop. Yeah. Because I think Hollywood Cop is a little more palatable. And yeah. then then you do Killing. Um, and well, he didn't direct Revolt, did he, Ty? Or is that no, a different person. But a different it's guy. A, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. Revolt is an oot, possibly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's a very rare movie. That's a, um, we're the only like people on the internet even talking about that movie. Yeah, you guys have a bunch that that are just ones that you guys. I, there was one that I saw the other night that that only you guys did. It was um a Stephen Kamen. Is that how you say his last name? K-A- oh, Total Force. Yeah. So was it, about it was Total Force. It was another yeah. one that he did called like To Live or Die or something that had like James Liu or something like that. And um, we were James. It? You guys were reading it. Kato Caitlin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Soul of the Avenger? Soul of the Avenger. Yes, yeah, exactly. It has another yeah. title that's on Tubi, like, um, oh, to, yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah, I think you, 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 I can't remember what you guys said in the, in the, uh, we didn't, we didn't like, like it. it. We didn't yeah. like it. It, it, it. Something about how, like, Stephen Kamen shouldn't have been allowed to make more movies after he made <laughs> Total Force. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty bad, too. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were maybe a little harsh, but it, it but, Soul of the Avenger has, has some major problems. I mean, we thought, hey, how bad could this be? It has James Liu and Kato Kalin. It's Kato yeah. Kalin, one of our g- greatest actors. Kato and Kalin. action stars. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> which they actually did. They put him in an action movie. I mean, sure. this is our dream, right? I mean, this <laughs> is something we we've saying been that. saying. For, um, but for many, many years. Yeah, but it didn't uh, didn't quite live up to what I we wonder if thought. OJ has a copy of Soul of the Avenger. Maybe he watches it. <laughs> Maybe he's like, you know what? This guy's great. I'm going to let him live in my house. <laughs> That's like his audition tape. Yeah. For OJ. 
Was it pre-house? Was it post-house? Um, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know, but I just still have to see. Oh, it was, oh, that was post-house. Right, because oh, yeah. it was 96, I think, that movie came out in the house. Oh, yeah. Like, the, 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 was it 94 was the, was the, the Bronco was, uh, chase? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you're right. And yeah, exactly. um, I can't say Cato Kalen without saying his profession once again, which is professional house guest. Yeah. <laughs> I found a movie of his. I think it's called Beach Fever. Um, <laughs> and so, so here's the deal with this movie for kids out there when it comes to, you know, VHS and, and taping things off of TV. Um, this movie, Beach Fever, yeah, Beach Fever is what it's called. It was his very first movie he did, but um, it was on USA Up All Night in the 3 to 5 a.m. block. Oh. And um, so at that time, my parents had this really cheap VCR, and it only had like 13 channels um, on the VCR. It was like a, like a, like a dig, you know, it was like one of those things where you push the buttons and it would go yeah. up the channels. So that's an older one. That sounds yeah. like an older one. He had one of those. Okay. Yeah, so what we had to do is you had to hook the cable box up to it and change it to channel three so the cable box would run through the VCR. Right. And that's how you could tape anything that was beyond that. So USA, you know, I had to be tape USA. So I was all excited. I'm like, I got this, this Cato Cable movie. I'm going to be taping it. And um, <laughs> I taped it, you know, from three to five. Nobody in my house is going to be watching TV from three to five. I get up at 4.30 in the morning to check it. And my dad was watching. Remember headline news when they would do the same news thing every half hour? And they'd oh. it. Yeah, he was watching that. And I was just like... That's it. My my life is just, you know, solid. it's over. Like, yeah. It's over, man. It's over. Yeah. And I just wish that, you know, 40 something, you know, 40, almost 43 year old Matt could have gone back to, you know, that teenage Matt and said, listen, in a matter of years, all of this stuff's going to be online and you're not going to care. And, and this v- VHS tape that you were going to keep that's got, you know, three other movies on it, it's going to be in a landfill somewhere. Yeah, um, I yeah, I have a similar experience where I tried to tape something. And like, and I, it was fun from the pay channels. I'm trying to yeah. remember what it was. Oh, it was, I love it was, to know. I, and it didn't work. And I like, oh, I was so upset. I was like basically throwing a tantrum because I was so annoyed <laughs> and upset. It's like, well, if only I could have known that it just it wouldn't matter. And I could just, you know, um, I think it's it was, all we had. It might have been Creeping creeping flesh i think it's a movie with peter cushing i think that was but it was like a block of horror movies it was like a couple horror movies that was one of them um pretty sure and there's a couple others and for some reason it just didn't tape and uh i remember being really mad and now it it seems so silly you know because we have access to so much you know now yeah well because for example creeping flesh is on prime video Um, (laughs) there you go it's on prime video yeah yeah Um, Yeah, because if you wanted the pay channels you needed to use the cable box and you had to hook the cable box up to the VCR and run it through channel three because the cable box would run through channel three um, on the TV. So it was like this whole machination to make. Uh, oh, yeah. And, so, and yeah. then and so when you didn't get to see the Cato Kalen movie, you thought, oh, all my work is for naught. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but that's probably what happened with your movie that you were. It was on, you know, if it was on one of the pay cable channels. If. The, the yeah. cable box wasn't going through the VCR properly. It's it's mm. like this whole machination thing where now mm. it's just like, oh, I'm just going to turn on the DVR box and set it to record. And it's like, right. you know. It's two buttons. You know? but, right. Um, but for people that might have had that descrambler, you know, that black yes. box, but would that work? Like, could you tape through the VCR yeah. with the descrambler? Because, yeah, again, as long as the VCR was set on channel, whatever the cable box needed to be on, channel three, four, two, whatever it was, as long as you set the, the VCR to that channel, and then it would essentially go through that, the VCR would, was working, you know, and it would go through that way. Hmm. Okay. Well, interesting. Um, well, see, cause we do talk about VHS and, you yeah, know, the sort of stuff. nostalgia. Just, so. yeah. 
That was good. I mean, I guess we think Zadar is done. I think we, you know, we're about to Zadar is one born, and now Zadar is over. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, Zadar is born. Yep, that's going to be the name of the episode, so uh, yeah. watch out for that. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of dug that we, we didn't have – this is like the second set of uh, movies that we've had where we didn't have that much. I mean, we had a little bit more overlap than the Fred Williamson, but this is kind mm-hmm. of – this is cool that another list that we were kind of uh, different movies. Yeah, covering different things, and and yeah. but it it's only it, but it kind of dovetails because it only makes sense that Samurai Cop would be number one. There's <laughs> very little chance of that not happening. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so Matt, uh, would you like to plug anything? Yeah. Plug so it up, um, plug it up. Look at <laughs> getting the oh, plugs boy. in. <laughs> so, uh, the, the site is dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com. That's really where you can find everything. Um, uh, on Twitter, it's dtvconnoisseur. Um, on Facebook, it's direct to video connoisseur. Uh, Instagram, which I I'm, I'm not using as much as I should, but if 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 people post on Instagram, I usually like it. I just don't seem to post enough myself on there. Um, but you know, if you follow me and I follow you back, I'll like your stuff if I see it in my feed. Um, but um, I usually go in to make sure I like uh, uh, the uh, the tie action rocks videos. Oh, those, thank you. Yeah. Today was uh, death of a soldier. Oh, okay. Yeah, Red. Check. Good old Remington yes. Brown. I couldn't believe that you had Ravenhawk. Um, that Albert oh. Pugh. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yes. I just recently watched it, you know, it, it, I mean, it's been sitting in my watch pile for a long time, so it had to be, it was good, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's one of the, kind of like the lost pions, like it's it's not, um, it, it it gets put on on YouTube for like a minute, and then it gets taken down usually. Yeah, I got, I'm happy to have the copy of it, it was good, yeah, it was very enjoyable. Good old Rachel McGlish. And that's a, not a common thing for an Albert Pion. Yeah, like to say wait, good Albert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if he has a good one, then that's great. Yeah. What, what did he say when he commented on you guys? Like, oh, oh, he really got oh I got my comeuppance on this. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I got my comeuppance. Um, yeah. Classic Albert. Yeah. So he, you know, he. I want to say Zing does necessarily, but he kind of used our name in his comment, which was kind of yeah. nice. He, he said yeah. to me one time too, because he, he he you remember the urban movies he did that were yes. like they're really horrible, and um and yes, I was like I was are. watching one of them and I was like why is this movie so bad? Like Albert Pion's <laughs> a competent director, like something must have gone wrong here. And he's like, boy, you really are a connoisseur. Yes, something did go wrong. We lost a whole crate's worth of footage with Air France, and so I had to like piece it together and um and make the movies. But um well, but yeah, so he should have reshot all the fat Joe scenes, all the big pun scenes. <laughs> um. It just needed more Fat Joe and Big Pun. But it, it wasn't even just Fat Joe and Big Pun. Like I guess all he had was their faces. So it was just <laughs> yeah. Fat Joe and Big Pun's face on the screen that's, for like. That's all he had. Yeah. Right. It's like what is this? What, and and the camera this? was way far back on the other side of the room. That's the thing. They're they're just that big. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but I don't want to. Uh, so. No, any, any more plugs? I want to. That's the bulk of it. Um, also, my, my novel, A Girl and a Gun, is out now, so you can you can also find the link to that on the website. Um, if you're using mobile device, you have to view as a web page to uh, to see the book. But um, but yeah, or you can go to my uh, my author page at Matthew Poirier. All right. Oh, well, thanks again for being on the show. Oh, thanks our for plugs. Well, our okay, plugs. <laughs> uh, we'll say thanks again. Uh, where are the plugs? Oh, CR Podcast at Yahoo.com. CRPodcast.yahoo.com is the email. Comeuppinsreviews.net is the website. And Ty, you do the rest. Ty Action Rocks is Instagram. Ty Comeuppins is on the Twitters. And then we're on Facebook under the website name. So uh, thanks again, Matt, for being on the show once again. This is your 
25th appearance. 25th <laughs> is it, is it, I can't appearance. tell if you're kidding. Or I not. actually could probably count it. You know, also I'll do for next episode. I will do, do it for next. I will yeah. count it and see how many you've really been on. Not like the fake 50 episodes. I'm going to do the same thing too with you guys. Cause I, yeah. you'll be on, on, on my show on, on DTV kind of sore next. So, um, yeah, yeah it'll be good. We'll be doing, um, can we say, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we could tease it. And, I mean, yeah. yeah, unless unless we end up not doing it, and then no, it's easy. It. No, I it think up. we are going to do it, but I'm not. I'm not sure if, uh, who's going to come out first. But um, oh, good point. Yeah, but be. we could do it anyway. So we're going to be talking about uh, Matthias well, Hughes. Matthias yep. Hughes. Yeah. So, so. that's going to be a politicky list because you have a lot of stuff on that. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, this I haven't set it up. I thought yet. was going to be politicky, and it wasn't as bad. It wasn't. But this, I, I think, I think you're right about Matthias Hughes because it's going to be like, where do you find a good like firm, you know, like a good leading role for him? I think he I didn't have, have too one. many leading roles. That's the yeah. thing. He almost had none, very few yeah. that I know I, or that we've I reviewed. I, a, I should say. I have a good one for maybe number one or two. I think, I think, yeah, I yeah. think we might have our number one, and then it's just a matter of one of the yeah. others. Maybe it'll be kind of the, the same as this yep. list, where the four, one, uh, you know, five through two are the same, and then number one or yeah. different. <laughs> Number well, one. we'll so, see if we'll break our streak of having different, you know, choices or it's going to overlap. Five. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll but, be interesting. Oh, good. So um, that's going to work out very well. And then, well, thanks again. Thanks again. And yeah, thank you. Yes. And um, thanks everyone to the Warriors. Thanks to the Warriors. And um, thanks, thanks for listening. Got, thanks, yeah. thanks to the Fountain Man, Tape yeah. Guts. Oh, who's the other guy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Strider. Uh, Strider. Yeah. So thanks yeah. to all of you. And um, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye.
and they all go, bye. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, I just did the wave motion too. 